Welcome to another episode of R&R. As you know, these Friday episodes are short little quick hits designed to help you get some rest and rejuvenation as you head into your weekend. You have Robin with you today, and today I'm just going to have a quick little chat about something that uh, I've been pondering as I've uh, been home, really trying to process all that's happened to Matt and our family since April 14th when we got that call letting us know that his cancer had relapsed. And this thought really is about perfection. Huh. Shocking, huh? Since that's what our podcast is about. But I've been reading this book by Lisa Turkhurst, and the the title of the book is It's Not Supposed to Be This Way. And ironically enough, I was actually with Lisa in North Carolina the day that this date the day that this book debuted, which was almost three years ago in the fall. And even at that time, just coming away from one of her conferences, I didn't really find myself motivated to read the book. I don't know why. It wasn't that clearly I hadn't had disappointments in my life, but I just didn't feel the calling at that time. But given the situation that I found myself in, I recently just felt called to start reading that book. And there's some really poignant parts in there that have been sticking with me that I wanted to just share with you today. And maybe that they would be in the hopes that they would maybe be helpful and just give you something to think about as you head into your weekend. She says this in her book. She says, our human heart was created in the context of the perfection of the garden in Eden. But the problem, she says, is that we don't live there anymore. But this whole idea of perfection, it's in our instincts. It's in our DNA. It's what keeps firing off this lie that perfection is possible. And we have this picture of perfection because it is etched into the very DNA of our souls. And I don't know about you, but sometimes this whole idea of perfection and perfectionism, it kind of, in some ways, gets a bad rap. Like, because we know, we know it's not a reality, we know we can't ever obtain it, yet yet we seek it. And so for me to read this and to ponder this, this idea that perfection is, is part of who we are because we were initially created to be in perfect union with each other and God's perfect creation and in a perfect relationship with him. But as we all know, we don't live in that, that world anymore. We are fallen and we live in a fallen world. So the trouble is, is that then there's this conflict that's created between this perfect world for which we created, this perfection that somehow permeates our thoughts because initially we were created for perfection um, with the reality of the fact that we live in a world that's full of disappointments and full of heartaches. And I don't know about you, but in my head, there's this perfect me, this who I should be versus who I am, the not perfect version. And the gap in between there consistently creates disappointment for me Disappointment, not just for me and about myself, but disappointment about what I think my life should be versus what it is. In this book, Lisa also talks about that it's important that we face our disappointments. And so I've really been sitting with this and sitting with the exhaustion that disappointments can cause. And really the other thing that I think is most frightening 
is that when we get tired and we get run down and we are just busy fighting the disappointment and whatever comes with that, is that that is when the enemy can isolate us. And if the enemy can isolate us, he can influence us. I think these seasons of disappointment and suffering and all that comes with it is one of the times when the devil is most likely to get a foothold in our heart and in our mind and tries to make us think these things like God isn't really good. And if God were good, then I wouldn't be in this situation. Or God must not hear me when I pray because if he would, then he wouldn't allow the situation to continue. And I got to admit, I have to admit that as we've been on this roller coaster with Matt, at times I've had to fight off these same thoughts and these same feelings. There were times when talking to God was just too hard. Like the disappointment, and even in the disappointment, if I'm honest with him, for not answering, or at least what I believed was not an answer to prayer, It was really hard. The emotions were actually just too much for me to even comprehend, too much for me to put words to, even in a prayer to him. In this disappointment, if I'm honest, Satan was near. And I had to pray over and over for the Lord just to help me be strong, for the Lord to be powerful in my life and to literally kick Satan to the curb. I had to pray that God would be so close even in the disappointments, even when my heart didn't have the words, that there would be no room in my heart or my mind for Satan to intrude and to capitalize on these disappointments in my life. So friends, I understand life is hard. Life is full of disappointments. And I don't think it helps any of us to act like that's not the truth that we live in. So I encourage you, to sit with God, to sit with your disappointments. It may take a while. Like me, it took some time just to find the words to even articulate the heartache that I was feeling. It took some time to have the courage to admit my anger and my disappointment, fearing that somehow God would be disappointed in me because my faith wasn't enough. But he met me there, and he'll met you, meet you there as well with whatever you have to say to him and process with him about your disappointments. Acting as if they don't happen and they're not painful won't help us. And I think in the end, that is where we invite Satan to get into our heart and to our mind. So remember today, guys, you are still children of the God, the God who created the garden. And we like Eve, want to focus on what we think you've kept from us, whether it's for me, a healthy child, or for you listening, the marriage you've always wanted, or the accomplishments at work, whatever it is you think that God's kept from you, I just pray that you will process that disappointment with him. And instead of seeing that as something that God has kept from you, that we would all see these things as a blessing, not a curse. Help us to see how you're transforming us, how you're using all of these things to make us and to form us into the person that you created us to be and the person that you're going to use for your glory. I hope that's helpful, friends. As always, don't forget that I'm happy to have an email dialogue with you. So feel free to send those 
emails in. If you are struggling and there's anything I can help you with, or if you have really personal questions about your own faith journey, please don't hesitate to uh, share those with me as well. Have a great weekend and know that you are deeply loved. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself. Thank you.